Coming up today on Intelligence for Your Life, the podcast, you might want to think twice before you get one of those smart speakers like the Amazon Alexa, because they are very vulnerable to hackers. We'll tell you why and how to prevent it. And also, did you know if you're looking for a way to make cash, you can sell your grandma skills on the internet? We'll tell you all about that. And and finally... I thought you were going to say you can sell your grandma. I'm like, oh, oh awesome. Don't, no, wait. Do no, not no, sell no. your grandma on the internet. <laughs> also, we're going to tell you about uh, why adults no longer like clowns. Uh, there's some startling research and some amazing numbers about that. Yeah, poor clowns, man. I, I, I'm, I'm wondering for Stephen King who killed, killed that off. I'm 100% sure you're right. But first... Today's podcast is brought to you by Bedgear. When you're preparing to push one step beyond your personal best, when you want to be the best you can possibly be, you need more than a bed. You need a launch pad. It's not your bed anymore. It is a missile launch pad. Bedgear performance bedding. They use heat deflecting, moisture wicking, and airflow technologies to get you sleeping deep so you can wake ready to perform at your peak. I have one of their pillows. Both sides of the pillow all night long are like the cool side of the pillow. It feels amazing. It's nice and cool on the side of your head. I cannot recommend them enough. You know, I, I, you know, I take this pillow on the road with me. It's, I do. Yeah, yeah. It I, is amazing. I take it on my no, road. No, no, I, I know oh, you do. Okay. I know that. Right. I, I didn't know you were talking. We don't sleep in the same room. so I didn't Not know. anymore. Yeah. But, uh, but we both have onesies. So, uh, you go ahead. In addition to pillows, they also sell sheets, mattress tops, mattresses. Uh, you get a customized sleep system. You should start building your personalized bed gear sleep system today. So whether you're a hot sleeper or a cold sleeper, they've got the gear for you. You can head to bedgear.com and use offer code TESH. You get 20% off through December 31st. Mattresses and other discount items are obviously not included in that. But 20% off through December 31st, bed gear, because sleep fuels everything. Love Ben Gear. Today's show, though, is also brought to you by Fab Skin Hot Bodies with Dr. Jeanette Graff, a new podcast about keeping your body and skin looking toned and young. You obviously want to look your best this holiday season, so join Dr. Graff, world-renowned dermatologist, author, and skincare researcher as she interviews famous stylists, makeup artists, and fitness gurus in order to give you the best advice and tips. No beauty or skin topic is off limits, so whether you are looking for the best way to remove cellulite guilty, or you want to know how to get the perfect tan without damaging your skin, Dr. Graff has you covered. So check her out today on Fab Skin Hot Bodies with Dr. Jeanette Graff. I've always wanted to do this at the beginning of the podcast. In three, two, one, roll sound. That was terrible. Go ahead. (laughs) Hello and welcome to Intelligence for Your Life, the podcast. I'm Gib Gerard here, of course, with none other than the indomitable John Tesh. Indomitable this time. That's yeah. cool. It was, oh, you it, mean un- unable to be dominated? Exactly. You never saw me on the lacrosse field. I was dominated regularly. You're 6'6 six, six and 200 and whatever pounds. I can't imagine you got dominated. Have you ever played against Johns Hopkins? No, I've never played lacrosse at that level. <laughs> well, I never played lacrosse at that level either because they played us with their third string. Uh, yeah. And I was dominated. But thanks for making me indomitable, at least for now anyway. Um, hey, we got a lot of emails about this piece that we had on the TV show. I wanted to go through it with you, uh, Gib. It's about... Uh, turning yourself into a human lie detector. You can actually tell when somebody's lying to you if the, I, gosh, this, I've seen this happen so many times. If the style, and I've done it myself, if the style and frequency of their text messages change. So researchers from the University of Arizona found that if you're exchanging a flurry of text messages with somebody uh-huh. and there's suddenly an awkward pause or their messages are a lot shorter than normal, chances are you're being lied to. Ooh. Because when people are lying, they take 10% longer to write a response they're more careful about what they say. They do more editing than when they're telling the truth. A liar is carefully trying to craft the perfect story, hoping you'll believe what they say. So, they, so the new uh, lie detector is the is your texting app. So I know 
there's something shady going on when I send something and I see the little typing thing pop <laughs> yeah, up exactly, and then right? it disappears and then it pops up again and then yeah, it disappears yeah, yeah. and then finally a message gets sent. I, t- I turned mine off. The, the, so people can't see that? Yeah. Ah, I like it. I think it, it adds a certain person, personality yeah, to and personability yeah. to the texting thing because we, we are... We are all in textual relationships now. I mean, I, I when people call me, I get annoyed. One of my best friends, he just moved out of town. Uh, he moved to Dallas, and he is not a texter. He is a caller. And it's so frustrating because I want to just text him, and he wants to pick up the phone and talk. And so we always we, we, we struggle with that element of our relationship. I like doing whatever I can, adding emojis or GIFs or letting people know when I've read their stuff. I love leaving people on red to throw shade at them. You ever do that? You love leaving people unread to throw shade I, on. I them. leave them unread, so you so oh. they see that you've oh. read the text, uh-huh. but I just leave it. Oh, okay. Respond. That's a great way. That's what yeah, I'm trying to throw shade. Be, oh, throw shade. So yeah, I, that last time I heard something. I was reading uh, Google News as I, I as I'm apt to do, and somebody threw shade on. So what the heck does that mean? Throwing shade on. It something? means you're like you're you're giving them the what the malukia. You're giving them the what what. You're giving you're making them. You're letting them know that you're mad. It's yeah. like a passive aggressive yeah, yeah. thing. You're being I think I think what people would have said 10 years ago is you're being passive aggressive towards somebody oh, okay. now it's throwing shade. So I mean does it have to be uh, passive aggressive or like for for example uh Matt Damon who said who said a bunch of stuff about the uh, sexual harassment stuff and and um uh what's her name came after I think a woman from uh, Will and Grace came after Deborah him. Messing? Deborah Messing and then also Rose Megan McGowan. Right, right, you're right, right. No, just Rose McGowan. Uh-huh. But they they were like, hey, Matt, what are you doing? You right. know, is that throwing shade? That is, but that's a little bit more direct. Throwing shade's a little slyer. Oh, okay. But that's the point, yeah, right? Yeah. So you have all of these subtle forms of communication that we get now through texting. I would never turn any of those off. Use them all. And now we have this little bit where you know that somebody's lying if they become a little bit briefer if they become a little bit slower to respond. Because I love, when you're in the flurry, it's, it's almost like talking to somebody in person. It's, it, it is. It, it's, it's a new mode of communication, and we're adding all of these new personal elements into it. One thing I saw recently, to add to this, I know I get very excited about this, is you put, after you say something, you put a slash and then an S. And you know what that means? Uh, slashes. No, it yeah. means sarcasm. It's the new oh, way of letting people know you're being oh, sarcastic. What is it? What is it when somebody puts D on their text? Is that like a, a winky thing or something? Tim Landers does that to me all the time. He goes D. It just makes a D. It's, like a, ca- it's a big open smile. Oh, or a th- yeah. or a tongue sticking out. So lowercase D is a tongue sticking out. Gosh. Uh, or uh, and then a bit and the the uppercase D is the big smile. It's a big grin. Yeah, I like I like communicating through text, and now I know how to tell if somebody's lying. Hey, listen, you're you're like, incredibly excited right now. I am. I'm all, and, I'm all amped up. And uh, and it's great that we did the uh, the piece on bed gear. So I'm going to add something to both you being a little too excited. I mean, I like it when you're excited, but maybe you're a little anxious. I don't know. I guess when you have you know three kids under the age of six, you're got to be a little anxious. Oh, I, also a steady diet of pure caffeine is what keeps yeah, me going. Yeah. And that, and sometimes I overshoot when I'm titrating yeah, my levels. Yeah, I have something to to uh, to knock you out. Why are you talking so slowly? Because I'm I'm trying to match the uh, the 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 speed of this next piece. Night milk, okay. night milk. Okay. So. This is yeah we we actually first talked about this as it was like a crazy thing about three or four years ago. It sounds and, like a poison from a Shakespeare book. <clears throat> it does, right? And now it's a very very popular trend. So night milk is basically milk extracted from cows at night. <laughs> so this comes from a study in the Journal of Medicinal Food. What that, hippie farmers commune came up yeah, with this? Well, there's a lot of them going on right now, and we should talk to uh, oh you know who we should talk to is uh, William Leone. 
our friend who's a dairy farmer. Yeah. Um, and a serious dairy farmer. So let's get him on the phone. According to a study in the journal Medicine, a Medicinal Food, as, as I said, they found that milk collected at night or night milk had a greater relaxing effect compared with milk produced during the day. So the experiments were done on mice, yay mice, and night milk significantly decreased their physical activity and increased the length of time they slept. The mice that were given night milk were also more likely to explore open spaces, mm. uh, indication of reduced anxiety. The effect was comparable to uh, taking an anti-anxiety medication. They gave some of the mice that, Xanax. So why is night milk more calming? Well, it's richer in tryptophan and also richer in, in melatonin, the hormone that regulates our sleep-wake cycles. A lot of people are drinking this night milk. So, but is it going to make me go to sleep? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's going to knock you right out. Because these are these guys are exploring they, you know, in, into new areas. I'm, I'm worried that I'm going to become, it's going to be like alcohol, where I'm just going to have reduced uh, inhibitions. You know, because the, the mice start going exploring, I'm scared that I'm going to start exploring. But this is this is genius. I am very tempted. I, I think you're, I think you're going to be able to drive after you have night milk. Okay. So, okay, no, not, we're not talking about night milk and vodka. <laughs> That's the new drink, by the way, at all the local. Yeah, yeah all you kids, you know, you always got to put vodka in everything. Yeah, you know, they, ruin don't Red put Bull. it in. A, don't put it in. The, they did ruin Red Bull, didn't it? Uh, uh, so I want, I'm tempted to give this to my kids. This night milk, not the yeah. vodka, the, the night milk. Yeah. And I wonder if that's going to be like this is going to be the new thing that I give them is it where at night I give them a glass of warm milk and it's warm night milk and they just go to bed. It's like a magic button, but I don't have to worry about, you know, poisoning my kids. Can you overdose on night milk? I don't I haven't gotten to that yet. I don't think so. I think you might, you know, you might have gastric uh, problems before you overdose on the night. That's milk. true. You that's know, what's true. really funny is that when this stuff comes from our researchers, you know, I'm like, oh, come on. And then I go on, I, I go online uh-huh. for like a half an hour, like. Oh my gosh! I have to have some of this right yeah. now. You and know, and it's, now it's everywhere. I mean, it's all like, yeah. And now your search history is all messed up. So you got you have people asking you. You know, all the ads are for yeah. You know, I'm really, nighttime yeah. Nyquil yeah, drinks. Yeah. Any, yes. Anybody who who uh, it, and that's remember what <laughs> now really digressing. Um, when uh, when grandma when Connie's mom was here and she was so ill, you know, she had fallen and broken her hip and she got ill and she got sepsis and everything. And I was the guy that was in charge of ordering all the stuff for mm-hmm. her. You know, so whether it was everything from, you know, Depends to rubber gloves and to, uh, you know, uh, the Purell giant thing, you know, and, and all that stuff. Uh, and so now my search is messed up forever. So I'll, I'll order like, you know, I don't know, I'll order some olive oil. Mm-hmm. Right? You, you might also like, you know, the rectal thermometer. <laughs> I mean, it's like, what the heck happens? With the stuff that you actually order and that stuff mixed in, you must break all of the marketing robots. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because it's like, yeah, it's yeah. like I'll, I'll take a Ryan Holiday book and, you know, uh, a, a 700 comfort insert catheters. <laughs> <laughs> like, who is this person? Thanks for the comfort <laughs> insert part. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so that was the end of night milk. Well, <laughs> so I'm going to get some night milk. I want to see if I can buy it online because I'm, okay. I'm not going into a store and asking for night all right, milk. All right, and we got to get uh, William Leone, the uh, dairy farmer, on I the I wonder if he too. does the night milk thing. Um. I'll bet you he knows about it. You know, I bet you he does. Hey, listen, I was at your house. Uh, well, you were at my house uh, all the time, and I was at your house the other day, and we're both just messing with each other's Amazons. I mean, I'm sorry, Alexas. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, and and so it's like so. Gib will come in. There'll be there'll be um, Christmas music playing. Right, and Connie loves Christmas music. Loves what she'll it. do, she'll go to up to. We have one of those Alexa shows. She'll go up to Alexa and she'll go. Alexa, play uh, play classic holiday music. So a lot of Bing Crosby stuff mm-hmm. comes on, mm-hmm. and then and then Gib will come down the stairs on his way out of the house, and he'll go, Alexa, play Twenty First Century Schizoid Man by King Crimson. And Connie hasn't heard him do that, uh-huh. and then all of a sudden you, you can hear, and then the last thing he says before he gets out the door is, Alexa, Volume Ten. Yes. 
And then Connie goes goes crazy. And then we get over to his house, and we 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 make it play Wheels on the Bus at full volume and you know, stuff like yeah, that. We do that without without you guys there because my one year old demands it. He goes, "Anita, we have bus." Yeah, he can say Alexa. Yeah, yeah that's crazy. The one year old. Can um, I tell you how great though doing the volume ten thing is? We're going to get to your story in yeah, a second. Yeah. But with a great thing about yelling Alexa volume ten yeah. for somebody is that it makes the volume really loud, and then it's so loud that they have a hard time yeah, telling them yeah, to turn know, it down. I know. It's, I know. It is. Um, it is amazing. It is my favorite. I might do that again tonight. Thanks for reminding oh, me. Oh gosh. Yeah. And yet you have to actually put your head right by it, mm-hmm. to, and, and it's and it's so loud. Yep. So here's the thing, and you, and you teased this at the at the top of the podcast. Um, so right now, there are an estimated, I don't know, 22, 23 million North Americans who own a voice-activated smart speaker, speaker like Amazon's Echo or uh, Google has a thing. Google Home. Yeah. IPhone, okay, Google. Uh, Apple has delayed theirs. I they think. don't have yeah. the speaker. They have, they have Siri. And you, right, you, and, right. And right, that'll right, work. Right. Yeah. Right. So apparently now, security experts are saying that these smart speakers are incredibly vulnerable to hacking. Makes sense. So there was a wide... <laughs> Not only hacking, but just sort of uh, abuse. Yeah, um, tomfoolery, chicanery. Yeah, and and even with even in your house with the people you love. So a widely reported case of a six-year-old in Texas went on an uh, Amazon uh, shopping spree simply by asking Alexa to order cookies in a dollhouse. <laughs> I'm 100 percent sure cookies and a dollhouse. Lots of yep. that stuff appeared at their house. <laughs> I can 100 percent imagine because your one-year-old like, is going to order a bus because uh, yeah, wheels he's on a bus. Order a bus. This is how this is how Jeff Bezos bought Whole Foods. He said, uh, you know, Alexa. <laughs> Buy Whole Foods, and all of a sudden he he owned the company. But my my six year old is definitely going to be ordering doll parts. For yeah, this. yeah. Here, here's where it turns dark. I'm not that that isn't dark, but experts say it's possible for any guest in your home to use a smart speaker to access your personal contact list, so your private emails, doctor's appointments, even banking information. Yeah. And if your speaker is connected to other smart devices like your thermostat and security system, any stranger this has actually happened. People going to uh, strangers going to people's homes. And yelling commands through a mail slot in the front door. That is genius. That is don't say genius. that. That's not nice. No, it's a really smart move. Alexa, unlock the front door. Alexa, disarm yep. the, the... Yeah, yeah. And exactly. then all of a sudden... So this is one of those things where having everything smart and connected is a downside. Yeah. You know, you, the computers are not smart enough to know yet who's saying it. And you can completely disable your house. Like I this. think this. I think this appeared in uh, in iRobot too. I think that was a, a yeah. problem for all that well, stuff. It, it, it also appeared in uh, 2001: A Space Odyssey. Right. Open yep. the pod bay doors, Hal. Yeah. Sorry, I Dave. Yeah, I can't, can't do, do that. that. Um, yeah. So what? Uh, with these guys from Semantic, they're the uh, digital security mm-hmm. firm. They're saying you might want to disable features related to your calendar, or address book, and your banking. Uh, yeah, I have apps. all that off. Yeah. And here's another thing: make sure your Alexa is not is not, or your Google thing is not. Hooked up to a public hotspot. Oh no! Because they're not secure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got to have it on your own encrypted Wi-Fi, and uh, also VPNs are a great way to get around that. So VPNs, virtual right. protocol networks. What you basically do is you're you're uh, you're not accessing any information on that hotspot. You're just direct connecting to another server in a secure location, and that server handles all of the traffic. So it's actually a safer way of, of, of surfing the internet. VPNs, you can look them up. They're very easy to use. So I didn't know that you, that you can actually lock your door in some, in some smart homes. Oh, yeah. I mean, I have a digital... You have a digital lock. I have a digital lock on my front door. Right. Um, and it's keypad. And um, But it, some of them are now Wi-Fi enabled. The Internet of Things is the new thing, right? That's, so, so apparently somebody could you know get, even go to the window and go, hey, Alexa, yeah. open the door right. while you're gone. Well, oh, because everything is becoming Internet connected, and it's amazing to have a smart thermostat. It's amazing to have all of these things, to have online banking and access to your banking information in real time and not having to go through paper statements at the end of every month and check discrepancies. It's, this, is, 
this is there is a lot of good but the downside of course is that it's all very hackable and very hackable in crazy ways like you all of a sudden your your house gets 10 degrees warmer that's crazy <laughs> because somebody hacked into your thing i mean not that that's something but imagine if the oil company started doing that and making everybody's houses oh 10 God. degrees warmer and oh everybody's heating bill goes up and they make record profits that's a that's a thing that could happen in the 1980s i was a big um casio watch fan Mm-hmm. Right, so I had the black watch, and you could put and, girls' phone numbers into it. You could put, yeah, you could. I didn't really know any girls, but you, but I could put, put phone numbers and business phone numbers in there. Um, and but you could also, uh, with that, you could. Well, you can do. You know, you had a, a calculator and all that stuff. But you could also change channels on your TV set, mm-hmm. right? And um, you, all you had to do is put in the code for the TV set that you that you had in your right. in your house. So. We would go to, because uh, I was working for sports at the time, we would go to sports bars, uh, David Michaels and, and myself, and I would change right in the middle of a big play. <laughs> I would change, because I worked for CBS Sports, but I really didn't care about right, sports. Right. I would change the station, and uh, I thought the bartender was going to be stabbed, and so I had to stop. <laughs> I never told them, but they were no, no, so- You can never, they, ne- ever not even to, yeah, yeah, yeah. Even today, I'm sure yeah. one of these guys is going to know, because I did it all the time. Um, so even back then I was, I was the guy that would probably come to your house and unlock your door with Alexa. So I, I, that, that, that is like the early smart hacking. (laughs) That is, that's incredible. I, um, I really, if if I had had that device, I would have gotten into some serious trouble with that, with that device. But these, these in-home speakers are just as vulnerable, (laughs) if not more so. And all you need is your voice. You don't need a fancy watch from the guy on TV who's, uh, who's, you know, just covering figure skating and wants to ruin everybody's football experience. The one thing that uh, Alexa cannot do is it, it can't solve the uh, clown problem. Apparently, there's, oh, yeah. a, there's a clown problem in North America today. Uh, and so Ramona Meyer uh, sent us a message through our Facebook page, facebook.com slash John Tesh. And she writes, hey, John and Gib, why do people hate clowns so much? I don't have a problem with it. them. but it. my But my husband won't let me hire a clown for our daughter's fifth birthday. Zero. He says it will traumatize her. So, um According to Rasmussen reports, 60% of adults now under the age of 40 do not want to be anywhere near a clown. Nope. And women especially dislike clowns. Historians say it's always been this way. Clowns and jesters never meant to be happy and fun. Back in ancient Greek and Roman times, clowns would mock people. And we saw some of this in uh, Game of Thrones when they forced Tyrion Lannister to be a clown, right? Yes, that? yep. Uh, or in It when the clown murdered children. <laughs> back in the 1800s, stories, plays, and operas revolved around murderous clowns mm-hmm. so ramona that's why your husband is not alone there's something it's it, you know it's like uh, bad bad ai bad artificial intelligence where it's they call it the uncanny valley yeah you've told me about that before so yeah. there is a there is a spot and you know people like john wayne gacy don't really help this either people who are dressing up in clown outfits and and killing people it, it adds to the this sort of scary allure that clowns have but this yeah. That frozen image, that frozen plastic smile that's on their face from them wearing clown makeup, is disturbing at a at an at a uh, evolutionary level in our brains. So we have this subconscious ability to determine if people are. That's why people like facial symmetry, right? Because no, a, yeah, asymmetry yeah. means that there's something wrong with the person. Your subconscious brain interprets that as as some sort of either genetic or or disease, uh, genetic defect or disease in the person. So um, you you are you are less likely to want to mate with somebody with, with, uh, with a genetic defect. The same thing with clowns. Our brains, when somebody is just slightly off, 
like has a giant grin plaster on their face for a little bit too long. <laughs> it is off-putting, and our brains set off alarm bells and say, stay away from this person. It is a subconscious part of our evolutionary biology, and I 100% think that clowns have the problem. And then you gotta add to it, some of the most amazing performances from actors in the recent years have been playing murderous clowns. I mean, you know... Uh, Jack Nicholson and Joker. Jack Nicholson, the Joker in general. I mean, all right, the guys that right. play the Joker have been pretty yeah, great. Yeah. But you have also, you have, um, what's his face from uh, Rocky Horror Picture Show in It? Right. Uh, yeah. And, yeah, then, yeah. and then this new one, which is, is, is he's terrifying. And that little giggly voice, it, I, I can't handle it. Yeah, there was even, I was just watching an old uh, James Bond, uh, I can't remember if it was Casino Royale or, or Quantum of Solace, where, where there was um, a guy dressed as, as death, but he also had a clown mask on. Right. It was really, and, and clowns apparently are having a really hard time getting jobs um, because you know, it's like Disney characters are showing up at, at, um, at little birthday parties now, not, not clowns. Well, yeah, and, but here's the thing, guys. You know, flip your marketing. Get into the scaring business. Make it October more more of the oh, year. Oh, that's good. That's Become, good. Yeah. Like Elvira made a whole business on that. Embrace yeah. the scary clown. You know, yeah. go for, go full yeah. Pennywise. Go nuts. Yeah, that's like the Pixar way. I mean, you just gotta 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 change your thing. Uh, now, listen, clowns. I have something. Uh, if you if you're out of cash, need a little extra cash, I have a couple of opportunities for you. First, we're going to tell you that is that about that those cash making opportunities. Oh, oh after. yeah, oh, oh yeah. And so one of them is you can rent yourself out as a grandma, and the other is you can actually give tours of your town and be paid for it. So go ahead, give we'll me. tell you all about that. But first, we're going to take a quick break and want to tell you guys that today's podcast is brought to you by none other, well, also other, but I Fit Nourish. With the holidays fast approaching, we are all indulging a little bit more. I know I've been. Uh, reaching for the cakes and the cookies, even though I'm not supposed to for, for my oh, diet. Man. Uh, and it can be harder to ensure that you're getting all the nutrients you need. Sugar is, what do we've called them before? Empty calories, calories because there are no nutrients involved. Well, that's why there's iFit Nourish. It is a customized protein drink that is jam-packed with all of the essential nutrients that you need. That's what essential nutrients are. They are nutrients that your body cannot produce on their own. You have to take them in exogenously. You have to eat them. iFit Nourish is unlike any other nutritional shake. It allows you to personalize your mix while delivering the highest quality of fruits, veggies, and protein, plus 25 essential vitamins and minerals. You go online. You tell them you know, what your activity level, are, activity level is, how, how much you work out, whether you work out at all or not. You tell them what kind of foods you're already eating, and they will make a customized powder that fits your nutritional and activity needs. It is amazing. And because iFit Nourish is passionate and picky about their ingredients, no artificial flavors, no added colors, no preservatives, and no fillers. That's important to me. What is this called? Is this called bespoke? When because everything yes. is now is now just customized, right? Yes, exactly. But customizing this is awesome because one size fits all for your nutritional needs. It just, I mean, you know, listen, I'm completely different. Yep. At 210 pounds and six foot six, and my and, and my you know my my demure tiny wife. Um, it's, we're not going to, we're Demure. not going to have the same iFit thing. No, you're not. And it focuses on basic human nutrition. Every single ingredient in the formula is included for a reason and backed with extensive research based on your performance habits. So don't worry. All the flavors have actually been approved by a panel of taste judges. So no matter what your needs are, it's still going to taste great. If you want to try this stuff, go to ifitnourish.com slash Tesh. You get a free 14 serving bag of iFit Nourish mix and a shaker bottle. It's hassle-free, 100% convenient. That's ifitnourish.com slash T-E-S-H, and you create your unique mix today. I love it. 
I love it. Want to remind you guys that today's show is also brought to you by Bed Gear. We've talked about them before. It's the pillow where both sides of the pillow are always cool. Cooler than the underside of the pillow. Now it's cooler than the top side of the pillow. Both are cool. When you're preparing, if you, no matter what you do, sleep is a part of everything. If you're trying to lose weight, if you're trying to run a marathon, if you're trying to just be a good, healthy parent, you need sleep and 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 sleep and even before a first date you don't want to be all wiped out no whatever you're doing you need sleep it's a launch pad your bed is your launch pad for your life bed gears performance bedding gets you sleeping deep so you can wake up ready to perform at your peak they've got mattresses they've got sheets they've got pillows and they're built with their exclusive that heat deflecting moisture wicking airflow technology i was talking about before that makes it cool you have like you have all of this machinery in your bed to keep it cool right bed gear gave you that pillow and now you can you can be cool wherever you go you know what bed gear reminds me of the pillow is when I was a little kid, uh, instead of the blankie that your daughter has, mm-hmm. I had a thing called a night night, and it had like a nylon covering on it. It was disgusting, of course, because yep. you know they never wash it. But it got really cool, and it got cool at night, and it kept that it kept yeah. that coolness because it was it was nylon. So my bed gear pillow is like my night night. It, it reminds me of being a little kid, and it puts me to sleep. So we've been talking about ways that we run hot. Some people run cold. Some people have to sleep on their side. Some people sleep on their back. They have different pillows, different sheets, different bedding options based on your custom sleep scenario. So there's you know all sorts of different ways based on the pillow, sheet, mattress combination that you can customize your sleep. It's an entire sleep system that works to address your specific needs. The Red Sox, the Padres, the Mavericks, they all use bed gear in order to get that deep sleep before a big game. That is what makes them amazing. So listeners, awesome. go to bedgear.com. You start building your personalized sleep system. You can use code TESH and get 20% off through December 31st. They can't give you the discounted mattresses and already discounted items, but you get 20% off on everything else uh, up through December 31st. Bedgear, because sleep fuels everything. I think Bedgear's uh, next spot on television should uh, involve this uh, well-tempered clavier from uh, Bach. (laughs) So speak. Are you done? I am not. You're not done. Because today's show is also brought to you by Health IQ. Health IQ believes that the best way to improve the health of the world is to celebrate the health conscious through social and financial rewards. So I make good, healthy choices, and I only do them for for my own personal benefit. Now they're talking about doing something where I would get lower rates on my life insurance. So because oh, I'm health conscious, great, yeah. I would I would do better than that. I would, uh, so if you're a runner, if you're a cyclist, if you're a strength trainer, if you're vegan. You can use Health IQ, put all of your information in there, and you can save money on it. 56% of Health IQ customers save between 4 and 33% on their life insurance. And these are exclusive to Health IQ. So you can save money by being a good driver. Health IQ gets you lower rates on life insurance for living a health-conscious lifestyle. Because after all, physically active people, we have a 34% lower risk of all causes of mortality, 56% lower risk of heart disease, 22% lower risk uh, of cancer compared to those people who remain inactive. So you can use Health IQ in order to lower your risks of dying and tell your insurance company that you're lowering your risks of dying. If you want to see if you qualify to get these lower rates, you can get your free quote today at healthiq.com slash Tesh, or you mention the promo code Tesh when you talk to a Health IQ agent. That's healthiq.com slash Tesh and get your free quote today. It's like a meritocracy. Like fi- finally, we're going to be rewarded for taking care of ourselves. Exactly. You can I save a it. bunch of money on your life insurance yeah. just by being healthy. And this is a great way. Speaking of earning some extra cash, and we talked about uh, about the clowns that are having a problem. They, they're just nobody's hiring clowns anymore. So I, I've come up with a couple of opportunities, especially uh, for you clowns who, who have gotten a little older, and uh, you female clowns who might be uh, 
This is a really ridiculous yeah, way this to is a, a weird trying, setup. Trying to connect there. Yeah. This. Anyway, if you're a grandma, okay, uh, not, not, not a clown grandma. If you're a regular grandma, you can rent yourself out. So there's a website. It's called Rent-A-Grandma. I've checked this out. It's real. Uh, and I think this is awesome because, you know, you, you guys, well, uh, millennials are like, I think it's 90 million millennials and us baby boomers were like 80 million. A lot of those are grandmas right now. So mm-hmm. Rent-A-Grandma is looking for seniors with saleable skills. Um, you can offer your services for everything from babysitting to pet. This is not a commercial, by the way. <laughs> it sounds like we're it still does. going. Uh, you can pet sit. You can babysit. You can tutor. You can cook. You can garden. You uh, can lose your mind. Yeah, exactly. And this was, listen, if, if, if every grandma was like, was like your mother, they'd be, they'd be rich because you would want to hire your, your mom to be a, a rented grandma. Well, that's the thing, man. I, I'm very lucky that I have, I live in the same town as my mother. And she's able to have a relationship with my kids, and she's able to watch my kids when I need it. And I, I got to say, I would much rather have her or any grandma watch my kids than teenagers today. We're talking about rent a grandma, Con. Um, do you think you could when they, when his kids grow up, when our grandkids grow up, would you would you rent yourself out to their children? To their oh, to, to, to their children. Oh, I no, see. So I see. Is, yeah, yeah. But here, we're talking about you making an extra some extra cash. I would know? rather have a grandma. It's not everybody has a grandma in town, and not every grandma gets to spend a lot of time with their grandkids. So for those grandmas that they want to do that, what a great what a great way they are going to be way better at taking care of kids than than. Today's teenage babysitters are not the teenage babysitters of yesteryear. Oh, I agree with that 100%. I agree with that 100%. We are much more capable than a distracted teenager who's Mm -hmm. on their their iPhone. But I have to tell you, when I have had your kids at the playground, I have seen parents with their oh, yeah. noses in iPhones. Yeah, I've seen you with your nose in the iPhone. I've had to just, I've, not when I'm watching your oh, children. Oh, I've had to stop my kids from falling true. in the pool because you're staring at your phone. <gasps> this, please admit, because I was feeling pretty appreciated when I walked by the studio <laughs> and heard what you guys were talking about. I put my head in and now I'm, I'm not... Yeah, yeah, you're feeling attacked. Yes. You know, you're feeling attacked. Yes. The reality is that grandmas, they, they, make, better, they make better caretakers than a lot of today's teenagers. And what, and a, what, what a, else? We're free. Well, but these people are getting paid. So for the people that want to earn some extra cash, you are free, but maybe maybe the idea of a grandma is worth the extra little bit of money so you can use one of these apps and order yourself a grandma to your house. Right. And they're much less likely to be necking with their boyfriend on the couch. Oh, my goodness. I'm just saying they're much well, less that's likely. That's true. It still happens, true. but it's less likely to well, happen. Well, I'm not really free. You pay. I do, do pay. pay. I do pay. <laughs> I'm, I'm held emotional hostage a lot of the time. That, I, I was feeling that. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Connie Selica. Thank you, Connie. We appreciate it. Yeah. Um, Absolute joy having her in. She, well, she used to be a whole a whole part of this podcast, but then she's got to be taking care of your grandkids. She doesn't yeah. have any time anymore. My kids, her grandkids, yeah. I, uh, what did I say? Your grandkids? Yeah. Oh, dinner's ready. Oh, oh my gosh. Okay, well, you can't rent that grandma, apparently. Yeah. So that's a, that's a way to make a little bit of money, rent a grandma. But there's another thing for people of all ages, uh, and this is really popular. There's two websites that, that do this. If you know your city like the back of your hand, you can, all, uh, you can offer yourself up as a local tour guide. So there's a site called gidsy.com, G-I-D-S-Y.com, and Vayable, like, like available, but Vayable, V-A-Y-A-B-L-E.com. They let you create, and, and Gib, you'll put this on the, on the, the podcast yep. rundown thing. You can get take, uh, paid to take people around, show them the sites and where the hotspots are. Um, this is and this is part of our society now. This is sort of like Uber for human beings that are don't have well. Whatever. Well, the, yeah, this this, <laughs> this ability to call people up for services that normally you'd have to go through an agency for is is pretty amazing. And you don't have to pay minimum fees anymore. A lot of times, people will show up and and deliver stuff for five dollars, and and they get paid. You know, there's a, there's a different monetization structure. So this is 
this is we're, as we get more comfortable with stuff like this, like ordering a grandmother to watch your kids or having somebody <laughs> having somebody take you around to different sites in a town that normally was reserved for your friend that lived in the town. Right, but let's say right. let's say you found a great deal on an Airbnb in some town you've never been to before in a smaller town, and you want to know where the sites are, and you can hire a guide instead of having to have your head in the you know be somebody you, a human yeah. being you can ask questions to. Yeah, this all started what didn't it with the with the government that used to do this with uh, what do they call these uh, these uh, the government used to yeah do? when you hire when you hire uh, soldiers of fortune. Oh, oh yeah, 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 like, yeah, like the like the cell mercenaries. Sword. Mercenaries, thank you, like yeah. the cell sword in, um, in Game, Game of Thrones. Thrones. Yeah, I knew so you'd find a way. Too. Yes. Yeah. So if there was an app for it. You could. It's a brand. It's it's brand.com. You get brand to show up, and he will uh, he will be your your cell sword guy. Oh, I like you get, it. You can yeah. get a cell. So, so no, yeah. but these, yeah, yeah. this idea of taking people around is great. My only problem is that I like. I live in a touristy part of town. And I like that I know where the cool, like the good places are, where the locals go. And I would not show that to tourists for a lot of money. I mean, yeah, they would have to yeah. pay me yeah, a couple it. hundred bucks for me it. to be like, okay, this is a good sushi restaurant. Well, they might. I mean, you could, because knowing you, you know, in your entrepreneurial spirit, you could, you could give them the, you know, the basic plan. Mm-hmm. It's like when you upgrade your app, then you say, yeah. hey, would you like, to, would you like the premium treatment? Would you like to know where to get the best spicy tuna roll this side of the yeah, 405? Yeah, there you go. Yeah. And I'll tell yeah, you, yeah. this is actually happening. A lot of these tours are happening. If you check it out on, uh, Airbnb. Yeah. Um, they're, they're doing as, they're a, as doing an addendum. App. So you yep. have a combination yep. of Gidzi Airbnb and you can, you can be one of these insane tour guides. Um, Hey, listen, let's, uh, let's find a way to keep people alive. Uh, I think you'll, uh, we're going to talk about skin cancer really quickly, but this is like, okay, you know, wear sunscreen, stay out of the sun, uh, you know, mm-hmm. uh, make sure you get checked, but listen to this, Gib. It's a surprising factor that we now know will increase your risk of skin cancer. It's a giant raise bonus or financial windfall according to the new york state cancer registry they're the real deal they studied this are you ready the wealthier people are the greater their risk for melanoma the researchers found that the risk for melanoma is highest in affluent neighborhoods the connection is this rich people more likely to go on tropical vacations or spend a lot of time in the sun on the golf course or the tennis court because they're so rich they have extra time to burn their skin oh yeah also you know People who play golf, golf is expensive. So you're gonna, in order right. to play golf, yeah. you have to right. have a little bit of extra uh, extra cash. It makes a lot of sense. I that is one of those strange like freakonomics correlations. Yeah, right? that's exactly Where what that is. Yeah. You have it, no part of that makes sense until they make it make sense. So yes, now I get it that these rich people would be. I mean, Richard Branson has his own private island. What are the chances of him getting skin cancer? Pretty high. He's yeah. on his island yeah. all the time. Yeah, yeah. I think he actually, I think he had skin cancer. Uh, See, Nate Branson, yeah. Sell your island, Richard. Well, I Branson. know that Hugh Jackman did. Hugh Jackman had a really bad uh, melanoma on well, his he, nose because he, he's out there in New Zealand, wherever he, he is, Australia. He's, he's Australian and he does all those beach workouts. Yeah. So he's doing all those beach workouts, getting ready to be Wolverine. Yeah. And there, and he's getting skin cancer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, it makes it makes a lot of sense. However, the office drone, the person that's inside of a, a on a factory floor for you know twelve days a week, working their their fingers to the bone, silver lining you're not going to get skin cancer. You're going to age a little bit more slowly. So we were at the uh, my, my new favorite place on earth, the Four Seasons in, in Kona, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, we're celebrating my, uh, my healing from, uh, from cancer. And uh, there were a lot of uh, Japanese folks there. Mm-hmm. And, and it was amazing. I'm thinking, gosh, I, I need to live like these people. They, they were covered up. And they were having a good time, right? Mm-hmm. So they went in the water and everything. Uh-huh. But when they got out, I mean, they were covered up. Yeah. And just, and just like, and, you know, porcelain. Their skin was like porcelain. Yeah. It was beautiful, most beautiful. And these are people that were like my age, right? Yes. But they never let themselves on the sun. I, I think there's a difference, too. So we just talked about how, especially in North America, where you have 
where where being skin tanned, having your skin tanned is a sign of affluence. Yes. In a lot of cultures, I have a really, I have a bunch of really good friends who are uh, natively from India, and they are higher castes. And whenever we would go to the beach, their parents would get so mad at oh, them okay. if they got too much sun because yeah. it made them look like they were a lower caste. So the flip side is true in some cultures where the lighter your skin, the more time you spend out of the sun, the more likely it is you are part of the ruling class. Yeah. And it is, a, it is a sign of affluence and a sign of prosperity to be paler. So I think I think it's like it's a weird it's a weird flip, but what a great way to prevent skin cancer! Oh, for sure, to, is, you know, fake it till you make it. Stay out of the sun until you're rich enough to stay out of the sun. Yeah, and and listen, uh, the, the the best thing you can do, I mean, try and stay out of the sun. But the best thing you can do is just make sure you're checked like every six months. Go yeah. to the dermatologist. That's what we do in our in, in our family. Uh, registered uh, dietitian Carrie Glassman is one of our go to people uh, on not only on the, on our radio show but also on Connie's show and on the on the TV show. And uh, she's got one of those things that's going to remind you, Gib, of, of the, the pieces and the intel that we've had about Mark Zuckerberg and Steve Jobs and, right. uh, and Einstein and all those guys. Um, and even um, you know, a, a couple of the stars from, uh, from Hamilton mm-hmm. who talk about how making, they, they, they want to make sure they don't have to make so many decisions. So you know that um, if, if you could get dressed 10 times faster when you plan your outfit the night before, right? Oh, yeah. I mean, for Steve Jobs, of course, it was a turtleneck and mm-hmm. you know, that was it. Uh, but uh, Carrie Glassman, our registered dietitian friend, says, we need to be doing the same thing with our meals because the hemming and hawing while you're standing in front of the fridge, and I just did this at lunch, waiting for something and looking appetizing, it's what causes us to overeat unhealthy stuff. She yeah. says, it may be one of the biggest things to uh, wreck a diet, just not planning. Because uh, if nothing looks good at the moment, she says you're gonna you're gonna grab uh, old takeout or or you or you'll go through a drive through right right if you haven't planned and you don't have uh, your lunch with you. So also according to Carnegie Mellon uh, University, if you plan your meals at night for the next day when you're not hungry, exactly you'll think more rationally rather than being influenced by a, by a craving. Boy, this is if I could just plan everything that I'm that that I'm eating for the day. Um, and then also everything I'm wearing, I could, I could save so much well, time. How many times have we talked about this? You know, the brain is a it's a machine, but it has a finite number of good decisions it's able to make in a day. It's 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 an amazing machine, but there is a cap. And if you wait until you have to make a decision, the anxiety is going to make you that much more likely to make a poor decision. Not to mention being hungry makes you make a bad decision. So lay it all out when when you're not too tired to decide what clothes you're going to wear. When you're not too tired to lay to pick out your workout clothes, get that done. And then, and your brain can be on autopilot during the times when you need it to be making other decisions. Right, so, right. if you wait, like you said, if you wait until until you're hungry, you're going to reach for the most satisfying emotional thing possible. If you make the decision that you're going to have salmon and broccoli, like what Fred Dreyer, right? Yeah, yeah, you, you have broccoli and, and salmon. Yeah, every, every single day, day yeah. for lunch. If you make that choice that that's what you have for lunch every day. You're gonna be fine. Yeah. You're gonna make the good, healthy choice because you've already made it. Your brain is on autopilot. It doesn't have to make a. It doesn't have to waste any energy. Or maybe you had to make a whole bunch of like legal decisions that morning. Now, what are you gonna do? You're gonna eat, you know, a bacon cheeseburger for right. lunch. Yeah. But if you'd made the decision yep. the night before, you'd be fine. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna leave people with uh, with one more piece, and this is not going to ad- uh, advance your uh, life. Like, well, you could save your life actually after you hear this. You'll see. Uh, but you're definitely going to impress your friends with this. So um, the folks at the University of East Anglia in the UK have a new policy. They're saying that tossing your mortarboard in the air after you graduate from anything, yeah, they're saying it's way too dangerous and they're forbidding it. They banned students oh. from tossing their graduation caps. Um, they want grads to pose as if they're tossing their caps and then hold that pose 
then they're going to Photoshop the flying cap into your graduation that picture for an extra seven, uh, $12, extra $12. That is nuts. The university says the throwing of hats is an unacceptable risk, quote unquote, as students have been injured in the past. <laughs> two, two students are really mad, but yeah. apparently they're losing, their, people's eyes are being poked out uh, by the hats. Well, they, they are flying missiles that, and, they, and they dart. You know, you throw it up and it catches a draft and all of a sudden it's moving sideways and you're not expecting it to come out. I get why it's dangerous, but there's some traditions that, you know, outlive their, their, their danger. You just got to do it. You just got to throw it up in the air. But I want to. I want to get in a business where, where I am figuring out what traditions are going to go the way of the dodo. What traditions they're going to they're going to ban from now on. And I want to get in the business of making it look like you're still doing that thing. So I don't know what those things are. For this one, it would be a Photoshop business. But maybe in the future, it's like you know fake alligator. Uh, ranch things you know where people get in the in the water with the gators things that used to be cool yeah that now we've yeah. decided are too risky right like you know i'll photoshop you onto a jet ski you know, yeah. and yeah. maybe you don't want to be in the water with a jet ski i think i think <laughs> i love the idea of other they're gonna not only are they gonna photoshop the, the they're gonna the, charge has, you for they're it. gonna charge you 12 dollars yeah. a photo for that yeah, yeah if you're banning it you gotta you gotta do that for that's got to be included in the seventy thousand dollars a year of tuition that you're right, getting right. you know right, right. yeah anyway today's show uh thank you guys so much for listening uh, if you like Intelligence for Your Life, the podcast, you can go ahead and find us on iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you like us, rate, comment, and subscribe on those platforms. We'd really appreciate it and tell your friends about it. If you want to go deeper or you want to learn anything more about this uh, or our sponsors, all of that is in the show notes. And if you want to find us and talk to us, facebook.com slash John Tesh or at John Tesh on Twitter, at John Tesh underscore IFYL on Instagram. I am Gib Gerard, facebook.com slash Gib Gerard, at Gib Gerard on all the platforms. Uh, and thank you guys so much for listening. If you don't like the show, don't tell anybody. Keep it to yourself. Just subscribe and have it download every month. I need you to fill another eight seconds. Um, well, uh, I don't know if you know this, but I have an ingrown toenail.